Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. With me is Brad Livingston, the Lead Pastor. What's up, guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and uh, it's good for me to be back with you. I was not here last week. You were not? Me and my family was on vacation, um, and if you've ever been on a family vacation, you know that that vacation is not a vacation. Well, it's, it is. Well... It just may not be the most restful it's not vacation. Restful. No, it w- it really was good. It can good. be fun, though. It was the first time my family, everybody but my brother went. So Tommy didn't go. He's a scrub. But the rest of the family went. So me, my wife, um, my sister, Natalie, her husband, Phil, their daughter, my sister, Cindy, her husband, Anthony, their two daughters, my parents, all of us. So, um, were y'all all in one cabin or no, what? No, no. Well, we so we stayed at like a, um, like a. I want to use the term resort. Um, but it wasn't like like you had rooms, like yeah. hotel rooms. Kind so of. me and Ashley, and then Cindy and Anthony, um, we stayed in one like resort, and each one of us had our own bedroom, and yeah. the kids stayed on a couch bed. And same thing with my parents and my other sister and her husband. Like so. And we all had different vehicles, so each family within the family had their own vehicle. So, I mean, like, it wasn't, you know, we'd done it in the past where we all tried to pile into one van, never again. Um, we even talked about that at um small group last week, the men's small group. Oh, really? Jackie was talking about talking about that. It's like, it sounds like a good idea. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> you do yeah, absolutely not. When you're only thinking about, like, gas conservation or whatever, but, like, yeah, yeah you get there, one person wants pizza, one person wants burgers. It's just... It's a lot. Yeah, you know so, I don't work well in those type of environments. I, me neither. <laughs> so let me so let me tell you, like I've so like on day number three, I think I like I hit my breaking point. Day three or four. First of all, I found out a few things about myself because I don't vacation that much. I found out a few things about myself. So oh, fun. Yeah, one, the first day of my vacation has to be nothing but rest. Don't try to drag me to no cave to look at some rocks or whatever. Now, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I I don't need to go shopping. We don't need to go look sightseeing riding a swing nothing i ain't doing nothing i'm sitting in my hotel room on the back porch drinking coffee looking at the pool or something but i'm so figure that out about myself on this vacation self-awareness very good so helpful number two about day four if day one is a rest day day four needs to be a solo day i do me y'all do you like not even like even my wife, like, baby, you go shopping, spend money, buy yourself a purse, whatever. I don't care. I'm I'm just gonna sit in this room by myself and take the car and go get myself lunch. I, I just need. So interesting. Yeah. So those are two things that I found out about this uh, about this trip that I I didn't really realize. I don't I don't necessarily I haven't vacationed like this in a long time. Well, I vacation very i guess differently i don't do that we don't do the big family stuff i usually go with some friends or something right or um so sometimes or i'll be traveling by myself going somewhere that i have some family or friends or something i got you but um yeah you know we recently went to the mountains in georgia yeah and it's very different you know it's a group and also i try to take into consideration like we went on this group thing it was several couples i'm there like they're i kind of will relent to what the group wants to do in that environment yeah 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 um but I'm not this type, like, 
I would rather on a like on a vacation. I would rather I'm more down for the experiences than the sight. Like I, I don't want to just go look at stuff necessarily. Yeah, totally. Like, yes, or like 100%. or even like cool stuff like cool a mountain. Like we're gonna go drive up and look at this <laughs> thing. It's like yeah, okay, like right. Yeah. It's like it's like cool. It's like Cades Cove and 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 uh, Gatlinburg, right? Yeah, beautiful. It's not an all-day affair to me, though. No, you I, ride through. Like, here it is. It's awesome. It's beautiful. But like, I don't want to spend all day there. That's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those, but past, I want to go zip lining, stuff like that. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pastor but, Dan was like, "Cades Cove is closed this week. The one week it's closed." And I was looking down. I'm like, "For those that don't know what Cades Cove is, it's essentially a tour that you drive your own vehicle on from small house to small house, built in the 1800s, or from church to church." It's a lot of history. It's, it's cool. Like, it's, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's like it's old. Animals are there. Whatever. I was like, "You think?" anybody else on this family trip cares about going from like 1800 church to 1800 church, like cabin to cap no, no one cares so um he just loves to do it we did it when we were kids blah, blah blah but i agree with you. i'm the same way like we walked up um we walked up to the waterfall so we'd climb climb the mountain we walked up a path that was on an incline <laughs> all the way to the <laughs> waterfall and uh so we did that like it was dope but i yeah i'm the same way like i don't or like shot like so when i was in georgia we went um into the little town there in Blue Ridge, right? Yep. And, you know, the girls want to go shopping. Mm. Well, go I look. forgot. Go looking. Because I'm not married. Yeah. So when they say they want to go shopping, they don't really mean that. No. They, they want to look at everything in yeah. every store. Right. And I was cracking up because it's like they're all tourist stores. Yeah. Every store is like a general, the the old general store. Yeah. Yeah, There's like, how many shirts can we look at that say Blue Ridge and hats (laughs) and tote bags and stuff? It's like, I I don't understand. There's no, you know, and and they had, because they're like these fake general stores. They had like candy, like normal candy, but then you like build your own bags that they, it's like, so it's way marked. I'm like, this is a Tom Let's Thumb. Get some like yeah. we're in a Tom Thumb essentially. <laughs> like, <laughs> can we go to a? Can we go eat lunch? Now? Right. Like I'm starving. Just anything else. Yeah, yeah we did. We did the same thing. So it's like I find that. Yeah. I find that fun. Like, I'll go do that for one day. Like, let's go out to the town. Let's check it out. But then, like the next day, they were like, "We should go back to in down into town for Blue Ridge." I was like, "Why? For what? Like, yeah, like we so already walked the street. There's so y'all can look at more of the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm That's just, how it was. <laughs> like, I'd rather just get in the hot tub." On the balcony, you know? Yeah, we went, so, we, uh, like, the last day there, Ashley and some of the girls wanted to find, like, something, you know, like, something that had Gatlinburg, Tennessee on yeah, it yeah, or whatever. So, uh, she's going, and <laughs> Ashley's like, I right, we're in one of these souvenir shops. So, Ashley has this thing that she loves. If you've ever been to our house and you actually pay attention, on the side of the refrigerator, she has this whole, like, magnet picture thing. Okay. It's like a collage of magnets and pictures okay. on the side of our refrigerator. And uh, so, she every time we go somewhere, she wants to get a magnet. You know, like we've been oh, here, see. you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. the thing. And so she's like, I want to find one. I want to find the magnet for our refrigerator. And I'm like, dope. So we go over to where the magnets are. There's a gajillion Tennessee magnets oh, on yeah. this thing. Like there aren't, there's no limit to the creativity that they literally put pick these. one. Lit- like, <laughs> yeah. so she's like, I want to find the right one. So I literally just start taking one of like every magnet on there. And I'm just like, I'm holding them all. Look, we're there for like 10 minutes. And she walks out of the store, doesn't buy one. Cause she didn't find the right one. I'm like, just there's just get yeah, a magnet but nonetheless and that's like that is like the tone of the whole trip yeah. you know what i mean like i wasn't frustrated in that moment but there yeah. on day four three or four it, i finally like well, it just shows what diff- how different how different people are well yeah and we talked about that because yeah. it was like one of the things we were talking about is like my life is so regimented 
Like it's so like our days, you know what I mean? Like if anyone ever saw our calendars, like and I try to act like mine's not, but it is. It, it, from nine to nine thirty <laughs> is this. From nine thirty to nine forty yeah. is this. Or nine forty to ten o'clock is this. Ten to ten fifteen is this. Like it, like that's that's my whole life, and I've kind of gotten adjusted to it, and I can appreciate it now. So when I go on a vacation, I want that to stop. Yeah. Like I want just I don't want any. I don't want to do anything. Well, that's, they all live a life of doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like they go to their job, they have stuff to do, but it's not like, be careful. Man, they like watch this. This. I don't <laughs> say they do nothing. I'm just saying their life doesn't necessarily have to, ha- have to be as regimented as mine. Um, and so they're like, okay, now we want to do all this stuff. I'm like, I do all this stuff and I can't wait to do nothing, you know? So it's kind of like the two different spaces that we, that we exist in. And on top of that, um, you know, it's like, I am such a control person that I don't mind in those environments relenting control, kind of like you. Like, I don't mind going with the flow as long as someone has a grasp on what we're doing. Okay, the great whole, point. <laughs> the whole, like, well, what are we going to do after this? Well, I don't know. And then when we're done, no one still knows. And so it takes people 45 minutes to figure it out. Yeah, and I, I kind of get frustrated. I, I don't like that. You know, and I, I'll, I'll relent. I try to get in a headspace of, like, I'm just along. For, for example, the, blue, the the mountain we or the, the mountain we went to. Well, I guess the mountain we went yeah, to. There we you know, go. The cabin we went to in Blue Ridge, um, like, we didn't have to pay for that. The, one of the right. one of my, you know, my friends, um, this couple, it was like a family friend of theirs owned it. And like they let us go, yeah. so it's like I'm just kind of like they You're invited the me, ride. so I'm just like cool. Well, let's ride, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just kind of I'm like the I'll relent. Whatever y'all want to do, I'm kind of cool with. Like yeah. I'm not a picky eater, so just tell me where we're going, and, yeah. I'll, and I'll go. Yeah. You know. So I try to really get in that mode. I'm I'm. It's easier to do that when it's friends instead of family. If it's family, I get a little more. Uh, all right, guys. Like, totally. Yeah. You know. That's, and that's um, where I got. We were staying. So we, so I told them on day like number two. I said, all right, listen, I said, we need to, at the end of every day, we need to plan out the next day. Sounds like a good like, idea. Like just so that, just so we know, like, Hey, we want to get all these things done. Like what time right? do we wake up? What time what do we need time? to be ready? Yeah, just like yeah. we need to leave. You know, we want to make sure these are the three things we want to make sure we do tomorrow. Right. These are the places maybe we want to plan our lunches so that we make sure we don't go do this thing, travel 20 minutes to do that thing, but then decide we want to eat at the lunch spot next to this thing. We should have done this first, then that like just. Like, you know what I'm saying? Same <laughs> logical. So, so, uh, but, and so we started trying to do that. And it's like every time we would plan something, they would change it. And like, I, I have to be honest, like, it's just part of, it's a, it's a not good part of my personality. Yeah. When things that we've tried to, that I've seen, like, all right, we are right, now, okay, now we have a plan. Great. Then they don't follow through with all the right. plan. And I'm like, and that happened like, quite a few times and then finally it happened at one point okay and it was like i don't mind i don't mind telling the story real quick so uh so we decided i was like in your family what's that you're not gonna fit nobody in your no, family. no 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 so like so we decided okay tonight we want to try to save money right and i was like okay well to save money we're gonna have to do one of two things either order pizza and have it delivered to the room which i'm down for but everyone's tired of pizza because on different days people have had it and so, especially my mom, like if my mom has one thing within a 10 day time frame, she doesn't want it again for 10 days, <laughs> whatever. So she, so she's like, I don't want pizza. So people don't want pizza. I'm like, all right, fine. So we're trying to figure out what we're going to have brought to the room. And I finally was like, listen, the only way we're going to please everybody here, because there's 11 people, nine of which are adults, like, or 10 of which are adult, whatever, like, yeah. what are you going to do? So I was like, the, the best option is that we just go to Publix 
get a crap ton of chicken wings and we'll get everyone get whatever flavor sauce they want. I'll sauce them, like toss them in the sauce and everyone can have whatever flavor they want. That's easy. It's cheap, manageable, right? So I think we're good. We get to the grocery store and I'm like, all right, let's get these chicken wings so we can get out of here. I'm tired. Like, so my wife comes up to me and she's like, well, me and Cindy and Lexi are getting salads and Natalie and Phil want sandwiches and your parents are going to go get a frozen pizza or something. And so you and Anthony are doing chicken wings and oh no, Natalie and Phil want chicken tenders. So they want the chicken tenders, but they're going to get a sauce for the chicken wings in case they want some of your chicken wing. Like this. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, I was like, so like here, I'm getting 10 wings from me. I was just in this space yeah. of like, I don't even, and I didn't feel good. Like I was oh, feeling kind of sad. I was like, I don't even care anymore. I was like, this is ridiculous. Uh, and quite frankly, it was like a me problem. It really wasn't my family's problem. Yeah. It's a me problem that I'm just having to like learn to accept. I do want to be like, can't we just like, create a plan and stick with it which was my frustration it's like we can't yeah but a lot of people they when they think vacation they don't want anything close to a plan you know yeah and i get it i get yeah. that too so like i um, even just want to plan for rest which is what i did i said tomorrow y'all do whatever you want i'm planning to do nothing but that, so and know. that is the hard part it, it's it's a it's a catch-22 sometimes because i've been on like i went on a cruise year well it's been 10 years ago now with it was 11 of us went yeah you know, all you know, so we're on this big group thing and we want to do as much together as a group, but we're all in different rooms and all these things. So you have to figure out we're eating in the morning, we're going to eat breakfast at this time. Everybody has to meet somewhere. You have to get up, you have to get yeah. ready. And like, you got two people in a room. So, like, you got to plan, like, okay, we both need to take a shower and it takes you 30 minutes, takes me 30 minutes. Like, you, yep, know, you yep, know what I'm yep, saying? Like, yep, you got to, yep. you have to figure all that out. Yeah. Um, and some people are just better at that than others. Yeah. You know, some people are just kind of fly by to see their pants people anyways. And then you put them on vacation, it's even worse. But it's like, yeah. so then you have the person that maybe runs late or overslept. It's like, I just. Which is everyone that was in the second room on our trip. My parents and my sister and her husband. <laughs> so I'm just, you know, it's like, man, we get 11 of us. We starving, you know. So it's yeah, like, let's go. So it's almost like you have to, you have to set rules kind of for the vacation. <laughs> like, hey guys, when we establish a time. If you're late, you're just late. We're still going to, st- we're going to go eat, you know, we're it's on this great, cruise ship, you know, great, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun though. I mean, the group yeah. things are fun. Um, no, it, but, it is. I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is. You know, it's like, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm like, I mean, you and I travel a lot. We've roomed together quite a bit, you know, on different trips, you know, I mean, yeah. we spent upwards of five, six days together in one hotel room on different oh, yeah. trips, you know, and we just did it in Atlanta in November for our certification deal. And, and, uh, you know, it's, you and I run on such the same, like we have such the same tendencies in so many ways That's true. that we're just like, okay, we need to be up by what time. <laughs> it, so we both like, you're automatically, all right, I'm going, like I would be in the shower <laughs> first. I'm going second. Like, right. Like we just have this, it, it's, it makes you know, sense. we're going to do this for breakfast, right? You know, like yeah. dinner, we're going to do this, like whatever. So it, but so many people just don't operate in that space. Well, it eliminates the need to make decisions in the moment to give the mental capacity for things. That's how I kind of, which most it. people are not good at. Yeah. That's why I like to, it's, it's why you're genius people and you're, uh, 
you know, Steve yeah. Jobs wore the same sh- the same outfit every day. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same lunch. It's like I don't make. He uses his mental capacity on other For things. Important decision important. making. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Well, and the thing is, I will say this about our family. So we took a family vacation like eleven years ago or something. Like eleven or twelve years ago was our last family vacation of this magnitude, and I would say that it was less than desirable in some ways. Like we got into it, like you know, oh, just yeah. to family stuff like, like that. Yeah. yeah, and we were all staying in one cabin this particular trip in Colorado, that was a trip with the van. All of us in one van. one From cabin. here to Colorado? No, 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 no. We, f- we flew there, but then we took a van. <gasps> oh, I was gonna say, but what? it was still three hours, I think, from the airport to the cabin. Gotcha. In one van of a lot of opinionated people, right? Yeah. So um, that, on top of sleeping in a cabin, we're surrounded by each other. Like there, it was just, it it's wasn't a, a good scenario. It's a lot. That, that vacation did not end well. Like it just... <laughs> I'll just put it, I'll leave it at that. It didn't end well. Um, and so going into this vacation, like we were all kind of on it. Like we all kind of like, like, <laughs> like nervous, like almost like PTSD from the last vacation. Yeah. Not to take slide at people with PTSD or whatever, but just saying like, it was very, like you could tell. And one thing I appreciate it. And I acknowledge this with my, our family. It's like, I appreciate everyone's desire to not want to tick each other off. Yeah. And aggravate each other. Like we all know that, my personality, my sister's personality, my dad's personality, my brother-in-law's personality, those four at one time can create friction because we're all kind of like dominant. <laughs> we want what we want type people. Yeah. Um, so in an attempt for everyone to not get on each other's nerves <laughs> and in an attempt to make sure we maintain peace, no one was making any decisions oftentimes like going back to like what are we gonna do uh what do y'all want to do it's like uh what do y'all want to do I'm like we've been saying this for an hour and a half like someone just picked something so it was like everyone's desire to make sure it didn't end up like the last vacation yeah everyone's completely indecisive like i'm not gonna decide you decide and so like that frustrated me the same way the other things so uh it's just a mean thing letting everyone into the window of Brad Livingston and the and, way my brain works. And so, an Enneagram 8. Uh, listen, we need to do a whole podcast just on us being Enneagrams and the <sighs> the life we navigate. Let's do it. We should do that. We'll do that. We'll bring it to you. But all that to say, I was in on vacation. Came back in Friday night. And uh, here we are. Getting ready for Sunday morning. Had a great day on Sunday. Sunday was awesome. So if you're still with us, talking in 18 minutes about my family vacation and Justin's (laughs) cruise that he went on. No, um, we, we went into a a great Sunday, um, man, new year, new season, you know, not in a cliche type way. It's just like, you can, new year, new us, new, new you, new year, new you, (laughs) um, with 2020 vision. Love it. Anyways. So original, (laughs) so creative. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so, you know, back in the Dream Again series, which we've been getting good feedback about the Dream Again series. I'm digging it. Yeah. What do you, th- what do you think is the, what is there, like, is there something you can put your finger on of what, what you get the sense of? Well, I Why think, people are connecting with it? I think it's, I think it can be layered or nuanced, right? I mean, depending upon whether you're looking at it, like, just even from a, not to take away from the power of the message, but like, if you look at it from, just an encouraging standpoint, right? The cool thing is, is it, it almost speaks to people, like even if somebody came to church or was invited to church that maybe isn't a believer. Right. The message could still be encouraging 
Yeah, and absolutely. and I, I was gonna, I was gonna, I'm gonna still say it, but I, I don't really. It's almost like Joel Osteen esque in the sense of it can be an encouragement. No, it's not what I meant. It's not what I meant. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody wasn't a believer in the room, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole the whole idea of like yeah, dream again. But the 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 way I think it's layered is like what I was thinking about at small group Sunday night in some of the group questions that we do. Yeah. Um, and there was just a lot of people and then we were moving on. So I didn't even bring this up, but what I was thinking about is like, I, th- I think of people who, when they get saved and there's this year or two of, you know, we've all experienced not overzealousness. I mean, actually we're talking about last week, but like this incredible zeal. Yeah. Right. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they want to get involved. They want to go to every Bible study. They want to be in part of every groups. small group. And, and yeah. um, they're, they're trying team. to absorb everything they can absorb. You know, yeah. they God really changed their life and all these great things. And then over time, we kind of sometimes fall out of that zealousness. Even we're Definitely. still believers, but even it's like, even in that, it's like the, when I think of dream again, I think of like, you know, as the, as the, to the seasoned believer in the room, what what was it that God spoke to you then? Yeah. Like, is it gone? It goes back to the message last week of being like dormant and all these yeah. things where it's like, you know, what does it have to happen to reignite that? But it's like, so whether you're a, a non-believer sitting in the room, you know, listening, watching the message yeah. or you know, fairly new or seasoned believer, it kind of can speak to you because it's like, what is that dream? Like I had a dream one time. God did speak to me one time and then, just circumstances of life. I never did anything with it. You know, I yeah. always wanted to go to Bible college or, or whatever, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. you know, I always had this idea to do, to, to lead this kind of group, but I never did the preparation I needed to be prepared for it. And right, why right, didn't right. I, or, Definitely. you know, it's like, it's like that. So I think it's, um, it, it's, it's layered. And that's what I mean about the Joel Osteen comment. It's like, you know, that's very just sometimes, motivational encouraging yeah and and, but it it, so i think this message is that but there's a lot more to it with more layers yeah i I feel you i think uh you know one of the things that you know prayerfully is helpful is trying to connect um you know the fact that you know all of us have a dream should have a dream and i think it's even i think it's worth saying especially for those of us that may be watching or listening right now um also that I believe there's a lot of like um, entrepreneur type dreams that probably exist out there. And I don't think the church historically gives enough credence to that space, you know? So it's like um, if your dream isn't about being in ministry or going to Bible college or whatever, which all those things are fine. And for some people that is the dream, Um, you know, for, for us, at some point it's been the dream and here we are, you know? Uh, so ministry is fine. That dream is fine. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if you're, if your dream is an entrepreneur dream to start a business, to start a company, to become a consultant, to whatever, you know, um, even if it's just like financial freedom for you and your household. Yeah. Right, all right, those things are fine. You know, anything. Yeah. Anything is fine. Uh, because at the end of the day, like all dreams can lead back to God. And that's, I think that's, what's important for people is like, you can have a dream for you. You can have a dream for your marriage. You need to have a dream for, uh, your finances. You need to have a dream for your home. You need to have like, you know, uh, and, and so that's why it's so important, um, to recognize not to just put, you know, well, you know, Pastor Brad's talking about ministry. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just talking about your dream, especially recognizing like 
let's even look, like take it take it to the extent when we're talking about entrepreneurship, right? Like there's people in our church, I believe God gave them a vision to start a business. It's, and you know, like even if they start a business and they keep working their job while they're doing their business, but I believe God has given them a dream for that. And they've kind of just let it get dormant, you know, or even let it die. And, and, and the thing is, is like that matters to us as pastors on multiple different levels. One, cause we want to see our people reach what God has put in their hearts. Like that's an important thing. But in addition to that is you don't realize what kind of asset to the kingdom you can become if you're doing something in that entrepreneurial world. Like what if God blessed your socks off in that and through that you were able to build just on your own, you were able to build 10 houses in Peru for right. homeless families that we bring the gospel to. It's not like, just serving the kingdom, it's literally funding it. Yeah, you're like what What if your dream is funding the kingdom? Like what if your dream is is a huge portion? I mean, I know that of a church right now, um, their dream was to build a, a, a place for homeless to reach the homeless in a special way. A guy walked in there homeless and got saved, started a business. And now he personally funds 100% of that church's missions uh, or homeless missions budget right. at a million dollars a year. But it's like they spoke to his dream and encouraged his dream. He started a company. That company now pays to fulfill the dream that the church started. And so it's like, but they had to speak to that to make this possible. So for some people, it's like your dream may not be quote unquote ministry oriented, but when God gives you a dream, he desires to use it to accomplish the the work of the kingdom. And it is, it is, we've had, we have a weird idea in the American church world of ministry. Like it's like, like it's vocation. I mean, there is vocational ministry, but sure. You know, and that's what I think everyone means when they mean I'm going to go into ministry. But it's like, right. nah, bro, you in sure. it? We we all in it. Yeah, we are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> saved, right? Like you in ministry now? Yeah. What do you do? Like, oh, you work at the car dealership? Yeah, great. Be great. his hands and feet. You yeah, know, represent him when you're at work. Like, when it, and it's also whatever. Help, it's also helping people understand, like, it, like I know for us, most of the time, like we, we're not, we don't just like we don't take resumes for ministry really, you know, like, uh, people have sent them in, like we've looked at them and stuff, but we don't really do like to me when you're faithful in the world, like when you're faithful to just serve, mm-hmm. then you're qualified for like you, then you've started the process of qualification for vocational ministry, you know, like, mm-hmm. so if, if you don't witness to anybody when you don't work at the church, you're not going to start witnessing to people when you do. You know, when you don't care about making sure that you're introducing lost people to Jesus when you work at Lowe's or Home Depot, you're not going to magically start caring about that when you get an office at the church. Like, that's not how that works. That's the hard part, which we talked about with even, like, seminaries and Bible colleges. (sighs) These kids coming out. Sorry, I should have done that. These kids come out with degrees. (laughs) and It's like, okay, y'all ready to hire me as a pastor? pastor. Like, nah, bro, you didn't even stack the chair here yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got a lot of chairs stacking to do. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a lot. You've got a lot of, like homeless mouths to feed you got you know what I'm saying? and so I, I just think that that's so important but yeah the dream like that's why you know i think that there's something to that that god wants to breathe uh vision and life back into um some people whose dreams have died whether the dream is quote-unquote vocational type ministry or whether the dream is serving in a certain capacity within the church or whether the dream has nothing to do with that 
but it can benefit the kingdom of God as a byproduct of the rest of the dream. Right. You know, so, um, just like we told some of our people, like one of our things this year is health, you know, like both physically, but also more than that, spiritually marriage, health, relational health. You know, it's like when our, if every, if we can help every marriage in our church get better, then our church just got better mm-hmm. as a byproduct of helping these yeah. individual marriages. We didn't need a program. Right. Right. So, um, so those things are just, you know, that's just so important. Um, and that kind of gets into what we talked about on Sunday, like this discovering your why. So like, why does your dream exist? Why should you have it? Um, you know, and, and we even kind of made the statement that uh, when your dream is tied to something bigger, you'll fight for it. You know, like it's really easy to give up on a dream when there's not a good why behind having the dream at all. But once you have a genuine why, like, why do I have this? Yeah. You know, um, it's really easy to connect. If it's just to get more money, like you can do other things to get more money. Therefore, you get distracted away from your dream by the other things. Like, but when it, there's something, there has to be something more to that. You there's know, a, there's a good, good um, book. There's a good book. Uh, find the the start, start with, with why, why Simon Sinek, but then there's a follow up that's more like a study guide, like a workbook. It's called mm-hmm. Find Your Why. Yeah. Um, and it helps you find your why. So, highly recommend both of those. Yeah. And we met Simon Sinek. That was really we cool. did meet Simon. I Sinek. was fangirling. <laughs> that's cool. Anyway, it's moving on. Yeah. So we uh, we talked about this idea that oftentimes, you know, we've been talking about Joseph last week. We started with Joseph. Yeah. You know, we're back in the story of Joseph. This whole series, we're really just kind of moving through the story of Joseph, um, particularly between the pit and the palace, is the segment of his life that we're really referencing. But. Um, you know, in, in, in this particular time, like we see based on last week, Joseph sold into slavery. So at this point he's serving Potiphar as a slave in Potiphar's home. But even in that he gets favor, like God starts to bless him. Even, even when he hasn't gotten to the fulfillment, he's still walking in the favor. Yeah. And that's important because so many of us are looking for what we're, we're waiting until we reach the end goal. Like we are waiting Man. for the end zone. Like once I cross this line, then I'll, you know, I think we do that in so many areas of life, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's when you, when you realize that it's, it's really freeing mm-hmm. another Simon Sinek book, the, the infinite game. Infinite I, mean, game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like whether he, and that's a business context, but business, your personal life, whatever. It's like, there's so much out there that we play with this finite mentality when it's, yeah. it's really not like we, we talk in church, in our staff meetings and stuff like what, what even we're doing as a church, right? It's a long game yeah. for lack of a better word game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, an analogy, definitely. But, um, like there's little points along the way, but there is no finish line. Right. Like we hit goals along the way, just like, you know, you try to hit a first down, but there is no, mm-hmm. maybe we hit some touchdowns here and there, you yeah. know, but there's no end game. There's no, yeah. There's no finish line. And that's what it's, we're talking about it this Sunday. So I'm careful not to give too much, oh, cool. too much information, but it's like, it's one of those things that, uh, that I was, how do I say that? I'll just say, um, it's w- one of my points for this coming up Sunday, um, is it has to do with this idea that it's like, we build up this thing in our mind that if I could just get blank, if I could just get this job, if I could just start making this much money, if I could just start, it's like, always if, if we could, all, if I could just get to this thing, it's a crutch. And I love what Matt Chandler says. He's like, if God gave you the greatest desire of your heart, it wouldn't change you. You would still be you with that thing. And I was like, 
oh my gosh because it's so true freaking like chandler. it's freaking chandler dude like he's like you would just you would still be as broken as miserable as depressed as anxiety filled as joyless as hopeless as mean as bitter as unforgiving that's as enough. you always were you would dude. just have that thing too right and i was like man so um well, and so that's <laughs> and it becomes a really nice distraction yeah. If your oh, whole life is built around, and, you know, that's how I, my whole, I mean, the first 10 years I was out on my own, it was like maybe just young and, yeah, you know, you're ambitious and, and all these things, but it's all like when I have this, when I get that, when I accomplish this, it's like yeah. you don't learn how to be even content. Maybe we shouldn't always be content with what we have, but sometimes you need to be. You know? I, th- I um, think we always need to be content. We can want you don't more want to be complacent. Be yeah. yeah, you don't yeah, want to be yeah. complacent, but you got to be able to be content in what you have or enjoy the the blessings that you do have. I mean, how many times have we all prayed for stuff and then you get it and then you quickly fades, you yeah. know, the thankful, the, the thankfulness quickly fades, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it's just like, man, it, it becomes such a, such a crutch or a distraction. Um, you know, it's, it's easy to, it's easy to not get certain areas of my life in order or yeah. try to, because, well, if I had this, then yeah, maybe you don't necessarily need the bigger paycheck and better job. Maybe you just need to learn to budget better with what you do have or yeah. things like that, you know? Or just realize that even if you got it, it doesn't mean anything changed. Right. You're, if that's what, if you're, I mean, you're hedging your bet on that. That's right. You're, like you finally getting joy again after being joyless for a decade is hinged on that promotion. Mm. That's a lot of God-like pressure on that promotion. Yeah, no thanks. So it's just realizing, you know, and then it's also realize I, that's why I think there's so many people who just don't have the luxury. Like you and I both, some, both know some pretty wealthy people. Yeah. Right. And I've talked with them and you like, you're not together, but you've talked to your friends. I've talked to my friends and I've sat with very wealthy millionaires and they have the same, they're dealing with the same, like the money didn't solve the problem. Homeboy miserable. It's a hard issue, <laughs> yeah. man. You're like, you know, and, and realizing that everything you're chasing is fine to chase, but why are you chasing it? Which is what we're talking about. Exactly. Right. And we use the phrase, you know, one of the points on Sundays, you'll prosper where you're planted. If you'll worship while you're waiting. Like if you, if you'll start to develop a heart that worships the Lord, regardless of where you're at. Like if you're planted here, you can prosper here while you're planted. Even if you don't like your job, you can prosper in that job that you don't really like. If you'll start worshiping while you're waiting. Right. If you'll develop a heart of gratitude, like then you can start to prosper even in something that you don't quite enjoy. That's good. You know, um, I remember, uh, you know, my dad came to me, I was working at the music. So I just, I, I, so I started working at music. So my very first, my first retail experience where I was really like, cared about what I was doing. I worked in retail, like Academy and stuff. Didn't, I didn't care. I wasn't selling there. I was just working, making sure the shelves weren't empty. Right. But working in the music store, um, you know, I was playing drums and I put in an application literally like to a year and a half or two years before. Um, and kept trying to get the job. It was really hard to get on there cause they didn't have a high turnover rate. And so I was like, I wanted the job, wanted the job, couldn't get it, couldn't get it. Finally, um, Mark Ellis, you know, who turns out to be a great friend of mine still is, uh, hires me on, um, and Greg Tringas gives me a shot. I'm, you know, nine, no, not even 19. I'm 17 or 18 years old. I think I was one of the younger guys they ever hired. Um, and you know, overseas and put in some work, got 
good at what I did, you know, through different people leaving and coming and going. I got to become a manager. Anyways, all that to say, at one point, I remember my dad came up to me and he was like, hey, I think you need to leave this job. And not because of the job, not because of the people, nothing like that. All of them were great. Um, but it was just like, I just wasn't making very good money. It's a music store for one. Like, right. He just felt like you, you could, as good as you are at some things, you could be making more money somewhere else. Yeah. And I remember telling him like, yeah, but I don't want to do anything else. Right. Like, and I think that was one of the first times, you know, what, what 19 or 20, well, let's see, I was probably 20 at this point. What 20 year old has the wherewithal, you know, to just be like, but I'm making enough money. Like I love what I do and I love where I'm at. And I, it, there was also a, a spiritual reason behind it. I genuinely believe God had me there for a season for a certain reason, but it was just kind of like, like, I don't want to chase that. Like, I don't want to chase, I don't want to chase the unobtainable. Yeah. And it's a moving target because once I, once I obtain it, then there's a new target. Like it's, it's an evolving moving target. And so many of us in our life are chasing an evolving moving target that will never be reached because the minute you're making $5,000 a week, you're going to be wanting to make seven. When you're making seven, you'll be making, you'll want to be making 10, you know, when like it, the only thing I would say in that context, when it comes to a job or even if it's, even if it's money, but more, more or less the job that's behind the money yeah, is unless you just love the chase and it's not about the money, right? it's about the process yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, if, if you know, you do out a $5,000 a week, I mean, you got to be good at something to make five grand a week. Yeah. And if you forgo, if you say, well, I make five grand a week, but I want to go to seven or eight and it takes a certain increase in knowledge or skill or ability right. or capacity, and you're in love with the process. It's not about the money. It's what I'm doing to get to it. Yeah. That's kind of different to me. Yeah, totally. And I don't know if, if it is or if that's contradictory at all, but I, I I view it differently. Like, if you really love what you're doing, it's not about the it's not about yeah. stuff. Well, and here's the thing, too. It's like also realize now $5,000 a week is a pretty ridiculous number. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> so, but, uh, but nonetheless, I, I think it's the idea of like, it's about, it's the idea of contentment. Be content in all things. Like it's, it's realizing that even let's say that you have some dream to start a business to literally make that kind of money. Good for you. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. What I'm saying is there has to be something bigger. There has to be a bigger why exactly. behind that chase. You know, I mean, at, at a certain point, I finally, I did end up leaving that company, went to another company where I was making more money, right? Uh, I was married at this point. Like, so there are other things getting set up. And while I was there, like that an entrepreneur spirit, you know, that I've always had finally set, you know, God said like, now's the time I started a company, started another company. At this point I'm working full time. I own two businesses and I'm volunteering 30 hours a week at the church. Like oh, right. I stepped into a season of complete chaos and working as hard as I could. But I, there was the why was always bigger than just what I was doing. And that's what I say. It's like, even if that is the case for you, like if, if there's something that drives you to work that hard, to work that many hours, great. As long as the why behind you doing it is bigger than just, I got to reach this worldly tangible, yeah. whatever, because that'll die. What's your core motivation? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, cause that, cause even doing those things can be bad if your core motivation is unhealthy. Definitely. definitely. Like it can be good. Maybe that was good for you in that season, but Joe Blow would have been bad for or yeah, yeah, if your kids are neglected, yeah. oh, you know, because you're 
a workaholic, then maybe you need to reevaluate. It's yeah, like goes down to core motivations. Yeah, definitely. And 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 that's what te- like, you know. One of the other things we said on Sunday is that your dream exists so that God would be glorified with your life. That's right. And that's a huge thing to understand in the why portion. Like, why do you have this dream? Well, if it's for you to obtain, yeah. Matter of fact, if you if the answer to why you want to accomplish these things is solely so I, if it starts with so I, you've probably already like yeah. you're probably already in the wrong space. Like so God. And why do you want to do it? so God can get glory through this business so that so that the so that God's kingdom can be funded better, so that God's people can be resourced in a different way. Like that has to be the driving motivation behind what we're trying to accomplish. So those things are important. And we talked about how um, you know, how sin and so many other things can get us off track. And you can go back and listen to the full message to get a bigger picture on that. Um, but we talked to this idea that in the midst of that, like if you're trusting in your own self-determination to not fall off track when you're in pursuit of the dream, you're probably going to jack it up. Right. <laughs> like none of us can do that, you know? Um, and so in this story of Joseph, you know, he gets thrown. So he's, you know, in the, he's serving Potiphar as a slave. It's Potiphar's wife convicts, uh, accuses him of rape, grabs his cloak. Now this is something I did want to point out on the podcast because we touched on it Sunday. We just didn't have a ton of time to touch on it. And hopefully it made sense on Sunday was this idea that every time Joseph went back to an identity that was being given to him by a person and not God, it got stripped away. So like his dad gives him this coat of many colors, right? It's this right. identity. It's he got, he's, he's his dad's favorite. You know what I mean? He's, so he's got this coat and his brothers rip it away. Like God allows him to lose that because if he kept that, he'd have never chased the dream. Right. And for many of us, we're keeping our worldly identity and we're losing out on our dream. And God's willing to strip away your worldly identity to give you the godly dream. The problem is, is the process between losing the worldly identity and getting the godly dream can be a long season. Yeah. And that becomes so frustrating for us, you know? And so the coat of many colors, he loses that, goes into slavery. And during that season, I'm sure he could have been like, God, what do you do? Like I've lost, not only have I lost, I'm giving up on my dream if he did, but I've also lost this thing that meant a lot to me. And that's where a lot of us find ourselves. So he goes to Potiphar's house gets favor, gets the cloak, right? Now he's second in command. Well, he's over everything in Potiphar's house, except for Potiphar and his wife. Right. And, um, and his wife, uh, Potiphar's wife accuses him of rape, steals his cloak. And once again, where Joseph had fallen or stepped into favor, worldly favor, God's favor, but he was, had a worldly position that was, admirable if you're going to be if you're going to be in that position that's a good one to be in right. as far as like who, who you're serving but god let that get robbed from him too he gets thrown in a prison it's like good grief like yeah. you know come on <laughs> like really? every time every time something's going good like something falls apart but that's where a lot of people find themselves yeah every time i feel like something's going good something bad happens it's like well maybe you just fallen in love with where you are and that's not where god wants you and the only way to let you get to where God wants you is to make you lose what you currently have. Mm. That's a doozy. Oh. That's I a see doozy. it a lot in the Bible. So, <laughs> like, you know. And so the reality is, is when it comes to your dream, God doesn't want to be your what. Or he doesn't just want to be your what. He wants his glory to be your why. So why are you going to start this business? So that God would get glory out of it. Yeah. Why do you want to be a ministry? So that God would get glory out of it. Why do you want your marriage to be this? So that God would be glorified in my marriage. Like, 
all that. God's glory. Yeah. Is like the central theme behind all of what, uh, all of what God's communicating, you know, no doubt. And so we jump back into the story of Joseph this week and, and we're going to, we're going to do some more, but, um, you know, Jim Elliot quote by Jim Elliot. We talked about the story of Jim Elliot. Uh, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. I like that. It's powerful. I like that. So, so yeah, it's a good Sunday. It was a good Sunday. I'm excited for this message. Message coming up, going jumping back and and what we haven't said yet on the podcast is today is day three of oh, twenty one days of prayer. You're right. We yeah, are in the middle of twenty one days of prayer. If you're watching fasting. us live, it's day three. If you're listening on podcast, it is now day four for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but day, you're a whatever day, day you're after listening. we recorded this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're in the middle of twenty one days of prayer and, and fasting. fasting. Um, so so uh, we we come in every morning uh, around six a.m. on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we have a, a daily devotional with the prayer topic and and all those things that we're going to do every morning. And then if you're in the Pensacola area, Saturdays nine a.m. right here at our church offices, church offices. Uh, you can find information transformationchurch dot com slash events or slash yeah. twenty one days of prayer for one hour. By the way, uh, yeah, Saturday, Saturday, nine to ten. <laughs> nine to ten. It's a, it's an hour. We're going to gather in person. Everybody um, that wants to come, and we're going to ha- have a prayer focused time of worship, corporate prayer, yeah. the whole thing. Um, it's a good time. So twenty one days of prayer is always always fun. So we're in the middle of that. Yep, no so, doubt. So so join us on uh, Instagram and and uh, Facebook every morning and take part in that and see what God does. Awesome, it's gonna be good. So uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Justin, tell yep. me they can find more about the church. Transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.